Hi, I'm Anthony Labasco, host of the entrepreneurship podcast, The Practical Innovator. Practical innovators are entrepreneurs that hustle responsibly because they have people depending on them emotionally and financially. In my last episode, I talked about my story of how I became a practical innovator. And a big part of that was how I failed my first and only startup, NeighborBee. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the gift of failing and seizing opportunities to master your craft. Then I'm going to talk with other practical, practical innovators about this concept. Can failing be a good thing? There is no doubt it can. Failure is a stepping stone to growth and success. It enabled me to become a master of my craft in ways I never thought was possible. By the way, a master of your craft is an expert. In his book, Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell says it takes 10,000 hours to become a master of your craft. I just want to say a few things about overcoming failure before I kind of get into everything. When I was failing, it totally sucked. But then if you believe in what you're doing, you'll find a way to keep moving forward. So in a sense, failure is a litmus test of whether you truly believe and love what you're doing. If that's not the case, then move on. But I don't believe failure is the end. For me, it was just the beginning. Failure just means something doesn't work, so try something different. And when you keep going, it is really interesting how everything manifests in your life. In 2008, neighbor me wasn't working, so I had to pivot. I followed my instinct and never gave up. When the development of NeighborBee's website was taking longer than we anticipated, my team suggested to start a blog to build up the build up an audience in advance of the launch of the site, which which really never happened, by the way. So NeighborBee blog was born, and it was amazing. It focused on New York City life in the five boroughs. Our 90 volunteer writers blogged about food, entertainment music, art, comedy. In fact, we had a writer that would bike around Brooklyn and just blog about his experiences um, during that bike ride. It was amazing. And there, were, there were so many creative and really cool ways and, and really cool posts that uh, that neighbor be a mock had. I can talk about that for hours, but um, it was, it was really successful. We had 25,000 monthly visitors at our peak. But I couldn't convert that into a money-making business, which, you know, in hindsight, obviously, I should have, in fact, I probably could have built that into something really, really special. But I had no idea what I was doing. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, I, it, it had to happen that way. So... You know, when I when I look back on this experience, when I look back on neighbor me blog and neighbor me, I went farther out of my comfort zone. I was in my comfort zone with neighbor me, but then with neighbor me blog, I went farther out of my comfort zone. But you know what? It felt right. So I kept going. And most people wouldn't because most people don't like being out of their comfort zone. But that's when the true growth happens. You 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 got to do things differently. And sometimes when you do, you have to do things that you're not comfortable with. 
So during that whole entire experience or after, shortly after uh, the dust started settling, two amazing things happened. I met my wife. And then a business opportunity presented itself. So when I was failing at Neighborby, I did some consulting in IT sales for about a year or so to bring in some money. That consulting engagement ended right after we got married. So I wasn't working for a few months. And when you're not working after you just got married and then get pregnant, expecting your first child, shit gets real pretty quick. So in those months leading up to when I actually got a full-time job back in corporate America, one of my former technology clients was running technology for a large organization and he needed fiber optics. And that's, that's kind of what I was doing at the time. And I still, still kind of do that, but opportunities like that do not present themselves very often, especially at that moment in time. So I knew I had to make it work regardless. So taking a long story, making it short, long story short, in order for me to win the business, I needed a name, website, business cards, basically a brand. I literally needed this for a meeting to win the business. And I only had a few weeks to really prepare to make it work. So listen to this. I pulled everything all together because of my experience I gained from Neighborby. I had a relationship with a great designer uh, from Neighborby, and then I was able to use a WordPress blog to create a website and write content. And you know what? I had no idea what WordPress was before Neighborby. I just spent a year and a half just managing the WordPress blog for Neighborby blog and WordPress for it was just amazing that that this all kind of came together because, you know, I I really, I just didn't really think twice about it. I was like, wow, I'm a master of my craft and creating a business and, and, and blogging. I never thought that was, I never thought those skills that I had gained during the neighbor me experience was applicable beyond neighbor me. So at that moment, I realized that maybe I didn't actually fail with Neighborby at all. And that side hustle was not only fruitful, won the business, but it led me to some wonderful opportunities in my professional career. Neighborby also led me to being a guest lecturer at Fordham University for over a decade. And guess what my topic was? Entrepreneurship and overcoming failure. Because... I was a master of my craft in those areas. I was also able to apply skills I gained from that experience from neighborly, blogging, social media, into my professional career in sales. That's called social selling. And that started to take off in 2012, which is kind of crazy because I then got a job at Cisco Systems in 2012. And one of the reasons why I was brought on to Cisco was really because of my experience, my, my out-of-the-box experience with Neighborby, being an entrepreneur. 
in addition, of course, to, you know, the success and experience I have in technology sales, but, you know, I just thought of that right now. It's pretty amazing. And, you know, I ended up when I was at Cisco, I ended up creating a sales blog aptly called Lobo Cisco, hugely successful. And it not only helped me build relationships with clients and business partners, but I built a reputation at Cisco for being an out-of-box thinker and, you know, everyone in, in marketing loved me. Um, it was really cool um, because social selling was just starting to take off and they were really trying to, um, you know, get salespeople to embrace that. And uh, I was probably one of the early adopters in that uh, that was actually doing it. I still am. And that's a skill I continue to build upon. And it really is one of my secrets to success in my career today. One last thing I want to mention is that it wasn't by chance that I left my job when I did to launch Neighborby. I planned this for many years and embarked on this specifically when I was single because I knew I would never be able to do that with family. Basically having people depending on you emotionally and financially, it would be a complete disaster if I ever did that today. So at that time, I saw this window of opportunity and I seized it. I seized the opportunity to fail. And Malcolm Gladwell says in Outliers that seizing opportunities is what makes people exceptional. So I'm grateful to the universe for this opportunity. And I give a big thank you to failure. I, if I saw failure, failure, if I could hug failure, I would. Because it changed my life and made me into who I am today. Failure led to so many wonderful things in my life that I just didn't know was possible. But that was my journey. And that's how it worked out for me. But it, it'll most likely be different for you. So my advice is when, you're, uh, when your opportunity to do something extraordinary manifest, take a deep breath and look around you. Then take in all your circumstances in the present moment. And if you believe with every fiber of your being that you are moving in the right direction, then keep going. I guarantee you'll make it work. I did, and so can you. And it's practical innovators. We hustle responsibly. And even more importantly, we fail responsibly.